It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the studio. We are back. Sal Miliato alongside Gene Cotter, now joined by two of the Stars players, Ryan Spinelli and Juan Copeland. Ryan, Juan, how are you two doing this evening? Doing good. Um, so first off, you know, uh, Ryan, uh, congratulations on your first USHL goal on Friday. Uh, just kind of take us through, you know, the momentum and what happened and kind of break that play down. went out front there um took a couple whacks at it uh like two or three i think it went off the the demons uh sticker skate there i don't even know if it was my goal uh mangan was there too but uh yeah it went down his mind so pretty cool to get that out of the way and start rolling from here so okay now wait a second you are you saying it was mangan's goal no no i watched it back it's definitely mine but yeah it was uh could have gone both ways, but yeah, I think it was my goal. Okay, because so, yeah. one of the things that I do as the off-ice guy, I usually, I am the speedio guy, I'm the yeah. replay guy, so despite what maybe gets texted in or what the refs say when they come over and talk through the hole, I have to go back during every intermission and go, hmm, they gave it to Spinelli, but it was actually Mangan's or whatever, so I'm glad to hear you say that it was actually yours. Yeah, yeah, it was mine, I think, so. Kleber, Kleber actually benefited from that from the Fall Classic this year. His first ever USHL goal, they gave it to somebody else, and it wasn't until like four days later that they awarded it to him. But fortunately, Corey had grabbed the puck and and had already taped it up and gave it to him. Good weekend for the team. You know, obviously lost to Tri-City on Wednesday. Really good win Friday, then unfortunately lost to Omaha. But Juan, what's kind of been one of the things since you've gotten here to Lincoln, you know, have played in a decent amount of games so far, what's really been one of the things about the characteristic of the team despite, you know, kind of the early losing streak here at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we work hard and we go into games and we need to work hard and that's what we are. We're not going to go out there and outscale everybody and just the reality of it, but we can win a lot of games like Sioux Falls game if we work hard and outplay them. Did you see that coming Wednesday night, even though Tri-City on the scoreboard, it didn't work out well, but Rocky talked about the process and how proud he was of the team um, and what he saw that night. Could you feel that it was just a matter of time before that streak was going to come to an end and things were going to start heading the right way? Yeah, I definitely think that uh, the Tri-City was a good game to build, and I think we made, a, we made a couple mistakes and they buried on it, and that's what kind of differentiated the game, but the end of the day, I think we outplayed and we deserved to win that game. But, you know, you're always going to get tested and got to show up the next night. And that's exactly what we did against Sioux Falls. Now, Ryan, coming from the BCHL to the USHL, what's kind of the different style of hockey? If there's a ton different or kind of has there have to has there been any adjustments you've had to make to your game since coming to the USHL prior to maybe some BCHL play? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the BCHL, great league, too. But uh the, the USHL, definitely uh, a little bit faster, uh, stronger. Guys finish their hits more. Uh, just the way plays are made, too. It's uh, not as chaotic, I guess you could say. Um, for me, the biggest thing, probably just the speed. You have less time when you get the puck. So uh, for me, just uh, yeah, kind of getting my head up, making plays a little bit faster and all that. So yeah. was, was it good for you to come in? I mean, you had no acclimation period at all. It was mm-hmm. like you stepped off the plane, train, automobile, and it was like, okay, you're in the lineup, now get in that front tier, you're on the power play, you're on the penalty kill, you're on whatever. Was that good 
for you, or would you have rather had a little bit more time to like ease into it a little bit? No, I, th- I think it was good getting right into it. Uh, didn't leave me as like as much time to think about it, really. Uh, you know, just I think I had a practice to what did we play Wednesday? So yeah, practice Tuesday and got right into it. So yeah, I loved it. Uh, great first game, uh, as he said, probably should have won it, but uh, yeah, it was good just to kind of get right into it. So now both of you have only been in Lincoln a little bit, but what's something about you know, playing for the stars and playing in front of the fans at the icebox that really kind of you enjoy. I know a lot of people, a lot of the guys talk about just the fans are the best in the USHL, other arenas you guys have been around, but really what to each of you has been the most important thing and what's been a really nice adjustment with playing in the icebox in front of the fans. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just like you said is the fans are great. Um, you know, winning 11 in a row is not easy and wanting to support a team that wins or loses 11 in a row, it's pretty hard and so keep coming to the games and keep supporting us through wins and losses that that shows real character and shows uh how much the fan base cares and i think that's the biggest thing and that's when home ice advantage comes through yeah for sure i mean when you're on the ice too like you hear the uh the rink when they're loud it makes it easier for us you know like the other team coming in it's just that much harder for them so yeah wednesday night my first game here against tri-city uh you're out there, you know, on the penalty kill, you ice the puck, you hear them. It's it's a pretty cool feeling. So, yeah, definitely helps. Start before that. Like, Juan, we'll start with you. Uh, had you heard about the star drop? I mean, Wednesday night, the entire officiating crew was brand new. None of them had ever done a game, and they were all out there, like, smiling and punching each other during the star drop. Like, dude, this is junior hockey. And I so I don't know what it was like in the O or what it was like in the BC, but I know that it's one of the things that, as a longtime billet, the players that lived with me, we're looking forward to the most. So what was it, Juan, the first time you experienced the star drop as a member of the Lincoln Stars? Yeah, I mean, it was it was unreal. I mean, there's very few teams in the O that have entrances like that. It's like London Knights, they have, they have a nice entrance. But to know that, you know, other people and other teams have their own tradition, the way they do things, it was really cool. And, you know, how fired up the fans got and how excited the boys were on the bench to see it every game that they've played at home. I mean, that's all they talked about when I first got here was got to see the star drop. And so it was pretty exciting. And then I got to start on Wednesday. So, you know, it was pretty cool being able to experience it firsthand. Same question for you, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, where I was coming from, small towns, like 7,000 people. So every night we'd probably get like 700 fans around there. So to be in the icebox, completely different atmosphere. And that star, too, yeah. I mean, I've seen it a little bit, like, on Instagram, social media, like that. But to see it in person, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So, yeah, it's awesome. So to chirp it a little bit, Sal, I, I, was, I found it interesting watching the Sioux Falls game on that they do the blow-up bowl head or yeah. whatever, and they all come skating out. And then the starting lineup, like, skates back off and goes back down the, the tunnel and waits. I'm thinking, okay, really? You, <laughs> why didn't you six just hang out back there and come out instead of – it just – so, uh, you know – Based on the ones that you've seen, how does it compare to, you know, I know, Ryan, who'd you see? You saw Lincoln's, you saw Omaha's, and you saw Sioux Falls, right? So hands down, Lincoln's the best. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure, 100% so far. So Have you guys been to the uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do they still have, speaking of Lincoln, Omaha, at one point there was a major display highlighting the Lincoln-Omaha rivalry in the NHL Hall of Fame. Is that still a thing? Uh, I haven't been there in years, so not sure. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know, to be honest. But. I'll say we're going to go with a yes. Yeah. Just, uh, okay. just say. So yeah. the next time you're in Toronto, stop by and look at the uh, Stars Lancers mural uh, shrine that's going on there. 
for Ryan and Juan, you know, coming to Lincoln, what's something that you guys enjoy doing with the, with the boys outside of the icebox? And then just kind of maybe some of your favorite things to do around town, especially as it's getting closer to wintertime. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like after practice, uh, all the guys are hanging out at, at Spinelli's house and they're almost every day. So I kind of build a bond with, you know, a handful of guys that come over every day. And, you know, every Wednesday the guys go out to play bingo and, ride scooters around a little bit so you know seeing the city and seeing the university it's pretty cool yeah for sure i mean have living with a couple guys too juan's always over uh made the transition just a little bit easier for me getting to know those guys so uh yeah it's been good just outside play a lot of ping pong watch a lot of movies just kind of hang out so yeah nothing too crazy but yeah it's, it's definitely awesome get a good uh good good team here good uh group of guys so so speaking of togetherness, you get a, a long entire weekend roadie. I'm assuming you're probably leaving. I don't know. Maybe you're leaving on Friday since you're only going to Cedar Rapids, but you have an entire weekend, Cedar Rapids going to Dubuque. And neither one of you been at least with the stars on this road. What are you looking forward most to just hanging out with the boys, being on the bus the entire weekend? Yeah, I think that, you know, being on the bus, you know, guys can talk, guys hang out with each other and, you know, besides like napping and doing your own thing, I think listening to music with the guys and just just messing around with everyone, it, it builds, it brings you guys closer and, you know, it, it translates to the ice. If you're going to do rookie karaoke, I'm assuming even though you're both grizzled veterans of junior hockey, uh, I think that you don't carry your veteran status with you from league to league, right? So what one is going to be your go-to rookie karaoke song uh, on the bus trip this weekend you know I, I carried my veteran status so oh you did okay. yeah so i don't i don't think that i'll uh, have to sing but if i had to probably you know our song by taylor swift okay ryan uh yeah i mean i'd like to say i'm a vet too here but uh not opposed to sing so if i had to maybe new song x is by tate mccray all right probably there you go that, yeah what about you, Sal? What would your what would your go to? <laughs> Proud to be an American by Lee Greenwood uh, or No, I've done uh, either New York, New York, because from being from New York, or uh Man I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Those oh, have been my cool. two <laughs> karaoke songs and uh maybe some grease lightning, but you'd have to get me on a really good night. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, well, we'll have to watch for that. What about the, you, Gene? What, what's your go-to? You know what? I'm probably kicking it something eighties. I'm probably going sticks or going Van Halen. Like, something. Just, ain't talking about love maybe or Panama yeah, or jump, you know, yep. maybe pour some sugar on me. Maybe that could be a little death leopard. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting to kick, kick Craig off the, uh, <laughs> off the playlist over there when I'm sitting in the box going here and I'll play you some music. <laughs> Ryan Juan, have either, have either of you guys been able to get to any Husker sporting events uh, yet this year? I know you guys kind of came in late, so uh, not an opportunity for a football game, but basketball game, anything, or is there anything specifically Husker sport wise you're looking forward to um, potentially attending this season? Yeah, no, I, I haven't been to any, but I heard the football and the volleyball games are pretty popular. And so I feel like those would be kind of electric to go to. Yeah, I'd love to go to a, like a volleyball game maybe. I saw they set the record actually for that outdoor volleyball game. So that was the first thing I even knew about uh, Nebraska. So uh, yeah, maybe just go to a volleyball game and check it out. So. Speaking of that volleyball game, 92,003 people at a volleyball game at the football stadium. Today they were announcing the attendance and UNO is saying, hey, we were number one for most attended road team this year. 
And somebody said, yeah. And if you would have taken the 92,000 out from Nebraska, you still, or if you only included that one, you still would have averaged 8,600 fans at your volleyball games. So uh, that little, little misleading there. Okay. So here's the thing. When you get done beating Dubuque on Saturday night, tell the bus driver he needed to get it back because it's Nebraska Creighton day. It's a, it's a battle for Nebraska on Sunday afternoon at the Jiffy Pop, at the Pinnacle Bank Arena, up the street here, and you want to talk about crazy. It's going to be Nebraska against, I think, their number 15, Creighton, and it, it will it, it will be lit. Don't you think, Harrison, I see you over there shaking your head. Yeah, I'm super excited. 7-0 <laughs> Nebraska basketball. I think the last time we were undefeated was like 2008 to have a 7-0 start. Fred Hoiberg's been dying for it forever. Um, you got a lot of depth on there. Creighton, they just lost to a 20-ranked Colorado State. Not too long ago, but Creighton's still a good team, but we'll, we'll find out what Nebraska's made out of. Yeah, I'm smiling over here because I'm trying to find a way to get to that game. Me too, me too. So tell the bus driver to let's go, get your get your naps in so you can get back here, put your red on and get out. Do not even think about wearing Stars Blue to that game because Creighton's blue <laughs> and it might, it might be fighting words if you walked in there. But get out and watch the Huskers and, and Creighton play um, this weekend because that will be that will be a the epitome of a Nebraska sporting game atmosphere that day so, how, so how's the city for that like kind of shut down like all the streets and everything or it, it'll be it'll, the game day yet so it'll be a mess down here yeah uh, i don't know harrison what time is the game on saturday i think it's three o'clock tip off that's, yes that's sunday I mean. three o'clock tip off and uh yeah it's usually down here it's just traffic you're just trying to make sure you leave early enough so you're not sitting in there yeah. uh through downtown traffic but yeah it's definitely going to be packed you got a great basketball team undefeated going against a one-loss Creighton team. So, yeah, I mean, it's if you want to experience like a full Nebraska game day atmosphere, it's, it's going to be the next best thing close to like a packed Memorial Stadium. Absolutely. So with that, how about we take a quick break here on 93.7, the ticket outside the box, and we'll be back and talk a little bit more with Ryan Spinelli and Juan Copeland.